singing is not about our personal preferences. Right. It's about singing songs that edify the body, mm-hmm. edify the church. So we're really looking for the songs that everybody can join in on. Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hello and welcome to the Sound Plus Doctrine Podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. And do we have an episode for you today? We do have an episode for you. We always have an episode for you. <laughs> that's why like, you're here. It's not like that's a real big deal. But, uh, you know, a lot of times people send in questions, mm-hmm. hoping that we will provide answers. And uh, We love we, receiving questions. We do. We've gotten really, really great ones. We do. And we've done some episodes on answering those questions. Mm-hmm. This one, actually, a number... We're going to answer a question today. A number of people have sent in something very similar to the question we're going to read. Right. Uh, and I think it's going to be helpful because Sound Plus Doctrine is generally for people who plan and lead the Sunday gatherings. Mm-hmm. But we find out that all kinds of people listen to this. Someone left a comment somewhere just recently. Yeah, I was listening to it while cleaning my bathrooms again. I thought, <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. For Whatever being, motivates you. <laughs> thank you for being faithful. Um, but we appreciate that because we are hoping to serve Christians uh, part of the, as part of your church, yeah. you know, how you can be more engaged and be more involved. So mm-hmm. if you have a question... Oh, thank you. How do you send it in to us? I thought you were going to answer that question. You no, email us you. at soundplusdoctrine at sovereigngrace.com. Yeah. <laughs> I was just testing you. You spell out the plus. It's not a plus signal. Plus yep. sign. You spell it out. Okay. Yeah. Question we are looking at today is what do you do... It's a, it's a long title. What do you do when you have problems with the songs you're singing on Sundays? Mm. So this is like a from a the perspective of someone in the congregation. Yes, or someone on the team. Okay. So this this is the uh, this is their question that they they sent in for us. First of all, uh, she's. This person starts out, she starts out, um, I'm grateful for the wisdom and knowledge you guys share that first stems from a deep foundation in God's word. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. And uh, we really appreciate you saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're seeking to do. Look at what we do in our gatherings from the perspective of God's word. Yep. Then the question, my question is hard to adequately put into words, but basically what do you do when the worship team leader is picking songs that you just don't like? Mm-hmm. It sounds brash, but when the songs are more outdated, not as theologically rich, it's hard to tune your heart to sing them with joy. Mm. Is this a sin issue in the person's heart who's struggling with these things? I've gone to the Lord in prayer over this. Thank you. But wanted to glean any insight you may have. Thank you in advance. That was similar to another question we got. Um, I have been struggling with the direction that our worship team has been going in terms of the lack of rich biblical theology in lieu of playing what's hip at the moment. As a member of the team, even on Sundays when I'm not playing, it's harder and harder to find rich nuggets of truth to cling to during mm. worship. What a great question and what a common experience, I think. Yeah. You know, on the one hand, you have leaders who are seeking to lead their churches into a deeper, richer experience of singing mm-hmm. together as a congregation, you know, trying to help them see what this means, what it's meant to do for them, yeah. uh, how it's meant to enable the Word of Christ to dwell in us richly. Yeah. But this is the flip side of that, right? where you have people in the congregation, on the team, who are saying, you know what, I'm in this church, and it's just 
you know, for different reasons. Yeah. It's not going I'm, – I'm just having a hard time. Yeah, and I, I think you can feel helpless as a congregation member uh, feeling like – I, I don't know how to say something. I don't know if I should say yes. something. Because yes. your heart, and this is what I love about these two people that contributed these questions, their hearts are to want to engage with the Lord. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. they they care yeah. enough to say something, which I think um, is something that I would commend to both of them. Thank you for caring about the songs yes. that you're singing. Yes. A- amen. Singing is important in our faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, God gives us over 50 commands to sing, and obviously he doesn't save just musicians. Right. So there's something about <laughs> singing, and we've covered this in other episodes, yes. that, that matters. And so these people are saying, it should matter. It, sh- it should make a difference. I should be you know, singing words that enable me to teach and admonish others, and singing words that, that expound on the character of God, his, yeah. his worthiness, his works, yeah. um, his word. And it's not happening. Yeah, and is it sinful to say I can't? I can't sing these songs. Yes, yeah, or it's yeah, very yeah. challenging yeah. to sing these yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not necessarily would be the would be the quick answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's talk about what you might do as a member of a team or a member of a congregation. First, um, person who sent in the question already said, "I've prayed about this." Mm-hmm. That's where you start, mm-hmm. Lord. Is there something in my heart that's not right? Am mm-hmm. I just being critical? Am I being a grumbler? What, what's your will in this? Mm-hmm. That's where you start. Mm-hmm. Then if you're going to... I would encourage someone to go, this person, to go to the leader, having prayed. And the first thing I do is find all the things that you can encourage. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. You know, sometimes members of congregations... Stay quiet until there's something to critique, which is a really bad practice, you know. For sure. When the only time, as a leader, the only time I hear from someone in my congregation is when they have something to complain about. Yeah. Or something they say is wrong. Yeah. So it helps us in our hearts to look for evidences of grace in the leaders. Absolutely. Um, that's what Paul did with the Corinthians. He he just uh, he begins First Corinthians, you know, telling the Corinthians how much they've been gifted and with mm-hmm. every spiritual blessing in Christ, and how much he thanks God for them. And that's the prelude to the letter of where he corrects them for divisiveness and for immorality and for taking one another to court and all those things. But yeah. he sees God working in them. He sees yeah. God's call in their lives. He sees God's grace in their lives. He sees God's God's purpose for their lives. Mm-hmm. And so that enables him to encourage them. Yeah. Um, and that's something I learned from a message C.J. Mahaney gave years ago, uh, Grace and the Adventure of Leadership, where he, he just mm-hmm. bring those bring those points out. Well, and how C.J. has modeled that for you, you've modeled that to to me, you've modeled that to, to us who are in Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville, who are on teams, just your encouragement wants... It makes me want to sort of step up and uh, you you know you're enabling me through the encouragement. Hey, you're doing these things well. Yeah. In yeah. these areas, you could you, you could we could see growth. That enables me to do that. It gives me joy to do that. Yes. Well, that's the way God treats us. Yeah. He doesn't say you know here's the bar, you know reach it, jump high, jump higher, jump higher. He says, "This is who I've made you in Christ." I mean, all yeah. the we're getting off here, but this is no, good. It's great. All the motivations to obedience in the New Testament are, and the Old Testament 
are rooted in grace. Those commands are rooted in grace, Ten Commandments. God begins with, you know, I have redeemed you from Egypt, therefore do these things. Like, you are mine, you belong to me. So in the New Testament, you take a a book like Ephesians, where Paul spends the first three chapters describing how we have been changed by the grace of God in Christ, changed by the gospel. Then he talks about how we're to live. So... So begin with encouragement. It's it's worth taking the time to talk about because I think so so often we all want it to be better, but we just don't lean in with encouragement. Right. We right. lean in with criticism. And it makes people feel disheartened when you're trying to serve week in and week out. Yes. So let me put this on you, David. What what could you say to someone who's leading? Because you've you've led. What could this person say to the person who's leading without even knowing the situation? What evidences of grace could there be in a leader? Oh, man. I mean, so many. Just the the fact that someone has chosen to lead. The yeah. fact that someone has yeah. chosen to step up and and pick songs and pick the keys. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, uh, they've set aside time. Mm. You know, maybe they've practiced. Yep. Maybe, you know, you just... They're serving in that capacity. That's a wonderful way to start. Yes. Thank yes. you for just serving. Yes, yes. Um, and then from then on, um, I know there can be, and this might be controversial, but the, even in the songs that you don't love, I bet there could be something in there. <laughs> there often is, yeah. That says it's something about what the Lord has yes. done, something about our We're lives not singing in him. constant heresy. <laughs> exactly. And to have eyes to see that mm. is... Uh, Man, it's good. Yes. Um, yeah, so if, if there's a particular song that you've been doing, you know, that that's, that really feeds my soul. Yeah. Thank you for choosing that. Yeah. Thank you for picking that. Yeah. Um, their, their instrumental gifts, you know, if they're playing an instrument, you know, thank you for the hours you've, you've put into that. Uh, and as you mentioned, the, just the time, you know, so many people who lead are volunteers. For sure. Part-time. So they've got other things they're doing. Oh, man, so yeah. just, just having God's eyes to see... How much this person is already doing to serve you? Excellent. Uh, and to serve the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's where I'd start. Yeah. And you know, through prayer, you could probably think of more things to just mm-hmm. thank them for, encourage them, it, it, and it may be even just for the way they're living their their lives, mm-hmm. caring for their family, uh, just just anything that you can genuinely go to them and say. You know, first thing I want to do is thank you for serving us. Mm-hmm. Um, that that will just change the tone of the conversation. Yep. Then second, um, and by the way, that's that's just a way to live our Christian life. Absolutely. You know, with the people around us, we're we're looking for ways God is working mm-hmm. to uh, encourage other people mm-hmm. because we need to en- encourage each other. Um, let us encourage one another as long as is called today, lest not any of us be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, mm-hmm. Hebrews 3.13. It's, it's important that we encourage others, and that's how we do it. We have the eyes to see where God's working. Yeah. Okay, so you've done that, and then you say, now, I want you to know that um, as, as we've been singing, there's sometimes I have a hard time, and I wonder if you could help me with this. Mm-hmm. So you ask them to help you. Yeah. You know, you're in a dilemma. You want to sing, you appreciate their leadership. But, and that's where it gets into, okay, what are we going to talk about? Is it, it seems like a lot of the songs we do don't refer to 
who God is and what he's done. Mm -hmm. seems like that's what our songs should do. It seems like they're more driven emotionally, just about how we're going to, you know, like the best times of corporate worship are when we're, you know, yelling and screaming and, and, you know, just giving it all. And and there's not much time for just considering who God is and his glory and his majesty Mm -hmm. and his holiness and his righteousness and... Whatever. I mean, I, I I don't know the particular issues going yeah. on here, um, but it's it's funny, not funny, uh, how often we can just start to blanket judge every song we sing. Yeah. You know, we have a critical heart, and so every song just sounds the same. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is important, I think, as you said, to look for lines, verses, phrases that that are biblical that can feed your soul mm-hmm. that provide that doctrinal fuel for your emotional fire and to meditate on those to think on those and not just blanket you know nothing about this song is yes. worth singing right. um i mean there are songs that i would never lead mm-hmm. that if i was being led in them i could still find true things yep. you know yep. sometimes it's a matter of imbalance yeah so uh, songs that are kind of big God songs, they just talk about God, you know, you're this, you're that, you're that, but never get really into the details of, okay, what does that mean? Never mm-hmm. talk much about the gospel. Mm-hmm. What does it mean that that Jesus lived a perfect life and hung on the cross as payment for our sins to receive the punishment we deserve, to receive God's wrath for us, our judgment, and then rise from the dead. What does that mean? What yeah. difference does that make? And yeah. why is that so important? That's the heart of the gospel. Absolutely. And if we don't sing about that much, well, that's going to have an effect. And that's what we're called to meditate on. Right. You know, as you've received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, Colossians 2. Like, we are we are to be rooted and built up in him. And singing yeah. is one of the ways we do that, as the word of Christ dwells in us richly. So it could be a matter of, you know, just balance. Um, it, it could be a matter of a sense that, uh, you know, like the second question asked, um, everything, it just seems to be... Songs seem to be chosen more because they're hip and cool than and and you know popular yeah than the fact that we need to do these songs right or um I don't know if you were, if you were continuing that train of thought um I would say or on the flip side there are songs that are really old or very hard to sing. I did mention outdated. Or yeah, outdated. Yes. And um, multiple podcasts that we've done um, come to mind as I'm thinking about that. But most recently, the two we, we did with Ben Shive, yeah. of him just helping song leaders think about keys and yeah, think yeah, about yeah, yeah. you know congregational singing yeah. and... It can be a challenge even then to say, it's really hard for me to sing this song. Yeah, yeah. And how would you say that to a worship leader in a way that's gracious? Um, say this Say this. This woman wants to approach and say, it's it's hard for me to even sing yeah, these songs. Yeah, yeah, How would she... Yeah. I think it's always helpful to start to just frame it as a dilemma. Yeah. Like, I know you care about me. I know yeah. you care about the congregation singing. It's it's really hard for me to sing the songs in the keys they're in. Yeah. Um, or it's really hard for me to, um, you know, get a good grasp of of God and mm-hmm. and who He is through through some of the songs we're singing. Right. Um, and I want to. Yeah. So so how would you counsel me? Yeah. In other words, how, have them, and that's the third thing. Um, 
enter into a discussion. Mm. Have them help you. Right, not we, just a not just a card that uh, I write on and hand it to yeah, you and then walk oh away. Gosh, I've heard so many stories. <laughs> yeah, I, I re- we got a card this week. You know, from oh, a suggestion box or something. Oh no, yeah, I think those are so unhelpful. Take those away. Yeah, <laughs> because it, it eliminates the the person to person dialogue. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. So you have a discussion. You know, once you find out, okay, what are the what are the issues? You know, is it a theological issue? Is it a musical issue? Uh, those are those are the, probably the two main ones. Mm-hmm. Could be a character issue, but that's that's on another level that we're mm. not going to get into. They're not asking about that. Um, but it's more you know, these songs. It's hard for me to engage with the Lord yeah. as we're singing the songs that we're singing. Yeah. So you pinpoint you know maybe one or two or three things, specific topics, and then you talk about them. Mm-hmm. You try and engage in discussion rather than. You know, here's what I think. Okay. Right. You better do something. Right. Okay. I mean, I've had people approach me like that. It's really unhelpful. Yeah. You just don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't agree with you. <laughs> you know, so. You know, well, and I think it's taking the position as, you you know, when you're approaching someone, it's taking the position that they've probably thought about it. They have reasons of why they've done in it. In most cases, they have thought about it. Sometimes they haven't, but... Yeah. So to be chari- charitable enough to to encourage them and and see it from their perspective that they've chosen these songs, maybe yes. they love these songs. Yes. Maybe these songs are really easy for them to sing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. all these reasons. Yes. But um, but then to be able to have a conversation. Yep. So let's let's take a couple examples. So uh, someone who just sings outdated songs, mm-hmm. you know, really old songs. Uh, it would behoove me, as someone in the congregation, maybe to to think again about those songs. Okay, mm-hmm. what is it about those songs that is valuable? Yeah. How how might I just not turn off immediately when I hear them sung, but how might I engage with what those words are actually saying? Mm-hmm. And. You know, certainly a leader can choose songs for bad reasons and do a song just because, well, I like this song. It's my favorite, you know. Right. And so maybe your conversation will will urge them, motivate them to to consider, is this really the best for the congregation? Because mm-hmm. singing is not about our personal preferences. Right. It's about singing songs that edify the body, mm-hmm. edify the church. So we're really looking for the songs that everybody can join in on. Sometimes that takes training, teaching. Mm-hmm. To get to that place, but our endpoint isn't, hey, everybody's happy because we're all doing the songs we like to do. Totally. No, what songs should we be singing? Totally. Those are the ones we want to sing. Yeah. So the leader might might be, you know, getting a signal, oh, I need to think about this. But as as the member of the congregation or the team, I'm I should be asking the question, is there something I can do to engage more fully mm-hmm. with those outdated songs? Yeah. You know, and not just chalk them up to, well, that, that's 20 years old. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. Or 10 years old, I can't believe it. Right. No, maybe I can just engage in that. And, right. you know, here's another thing. If the leader's looking out and do it, he's doing a song, and, uh, you know, people in the congregation are just have these blank faces or aren't singing at all. Yeah, if everyone. That's not exactly motivating. Totally. Uh, you and know. And you, sh- you should be aware of that. Yeah. As yeah. a member of the congregation. As a leader. Yeah. What you should be aware that no one's singing. Oh yes, the song you yeah. Chose. Oh well, that's true. <laughs> you're you're hitting it from the other side. I am. Yeah, that is something that you should be aware. 
<laughs> I would hope so. And try to avoid yeah. or do something about. Yeah, or ask questions, you know, are these hard to sing? Are, yeah. Are, yeah, can, yeah. Do you connect with these songs? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can see we're, it, it's hard to answer this question because sometimes it's the leader. Yeah. Sometimes it's a member of the congregation. Yeah, yeah. So if, if both the leader and the member of the congregation or the team is examining their hearts and saying, what can I do to help change the situation? Mm-hmm. You're going to be honoring the Lord, absolutely, and and not just going at it as a complainer. Yes. So that's with updated songs. You know, with hip songs, um, it, it might be something like, uh, "Hey, have, do, have you ever heard of this podcast, uh, Sound Plus Doctrine?" Because <laughs> uh, we did a not to be self promoting. Honestly, we or have anything. talked about this. Yeah. Um, why isn't my congregation singing? Yeah. So I think we did 15 reasons. Um, other other parts of it, but you just might say, I found this really helpful. Um, I'd love for you to listen to it and just let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Again, not saying, look, these guys, they're they're saying what you need to hear. Right. And I expect you to come back to me on your hands and knees saying, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you don't want to approach it that way. Just want to say, hey, I, I wanna I wanna have a conversation. Yeah. Um, because that's the goal. Mm-hmm. So it could be that. It, it could be um so how do you choose your songs and what what's the process, you know, where you're really trying to find out and not just looking Let to- Let exp- me in yeah. on it. That's what you're yep. saying. Yeah. Not ex- you're not trying to expose them. You're just saying, so how do you even do that? Because that is a hard thing. It's a hard thing to choose songs for a church to sing. Yep. So even entering into the, the labor that that takes and saying, wow, how do you do that? Yeah. And, uh, you know- if if I find a song that I think would really serve the church, can I suggest that to you? Yeah. I mean, most people don't even ask that question. They say, yeah. "Hey, can we do this? Why aren't we doing this?" Right. You know, those kinds of things. Right. And you want to have a conversation. Yeah. So to engage them. Yeah. I, something just came to mind um, as we're talking about this. Uh, an experience I had at a church I was leading at one time, where um, I shared a, a song um, from City of Light. And the church had never heard it. And I remember the pastor and some of the people came to me and said, what is this? Where do I find this? Where do I get this? Um, And I think it brought to mind that I think churches can sometimes be sort of insulated. Yes, insular, yeah. Yeah, insular. And I think think because you're in the congregation and you're thinking about this, and maybe you're listening to songs outside of Sundays in your personal devotions that are, that you feel like, oh man, this would be a wonderful congregational Mm. song to Mm. bring in. Mm. If it's not so insulary, then that could actually encourage your church, encourage your body. You could hear songs that you would have never been exposed to that are allowing the word of God to dwell in you. Yes, yes. that would have never been a case, mm. you know, for your church. So I just think you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this and feel fearful, I don't think I could ever do that. That would be so offensive, or I don't know if I could say to, something to yeah. a congregation member. Yes. I would encourage you, there could be songs that could really benefit your church. Yes. So you're talking about someone who might fear going to their leader? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it is worth, if you think that the, the church could be served, mm-hmm. it's worth going to them humbly mm-hmm. and saying all the encouraging things you can think of, and then saying, I wonder if we could ever do this song. This yeah. is really ministered to me. I mean, sometimes I'll get people saying that to me, and I'll think, that is a great song. Then other times I'll think, yeah, it's not such a great song. Right. Yeah, because you're also thinking through you know, the songs you're picking. Yeah, you're yeah, choosing, yeah, yeah. And in that case, I'll often say, 
here's what I love about that song. Here's why we probably won't do it. Yeah. Um, and if Again. I haven't heard it, I'll go listen to it and then you know, get back to them. Again, you're encouraging that, well, that's a terrible song. I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> you're encouraging them before you are giving a, this is why I probably wouldn't Yes. Do yeah, yeah. I just think modeling that is so good. Um, cultivating a conversation. Yep. And we had talked about, we were talking about this earlier and you, you asked about, uh, you know, supplementing your song diet. Oh, Right. With, right, uh, songs outside the Sunday gathering. Yeah, if God, if you feel like God has called you to that church, um, and you're singing songs that are not, say they're very biblical, yeah, but they're not at all preferential. They're, they they don't meet your preferences mm. in terms of maybe there's you don't have a band at your church. Mm. Maybe it's just a piano, mm-hmm. or maybe you maybe it's really hard for you to sing because they're in different keys. Yeah. Can you supplement those songs outside yeah. of? You know, would you encourage someone to supplement sides outside? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because because we're, I mean, we're called to sing together for sure, but we can sing alone as well. I mean, Paul and Silas were singing in the prison, uh, yeah. in Acts, and uh, there was no gathering except the the guys were in prison with them. Right. Uh, so yeah, we can we can certainly encourage ourselves in the Lord by listening to and singing along with songs during the week. Yes. That that feed our souls in that way. Which is helpful because it doesn't feel like Sunday morning, okay, this is it. Yeah. This is my yeah, one opportunity yeah, yeah, to yeah. meet with the Lord yeah. through song. Yeah. You yeah. just want to make sure that's not cultivating discontent yeah. and bitterness. Like, you know, what is my song? What does my church do these songs? This is a stupid church. <laughs> Which leads us to the last point. Right. Um, and that is you have these conversations and, and say it bears good fruit. You mm-hmm. know, you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. It's not like... It's all about you and your preferences. Right. But it may be over time, the leader starts to see, you know what? That's a good point. Mm. I mean, I can assure you, we can assure you that if you go with a humble heart in prayer, that God very often will change things, Mm -hmm. see things change. But suppose they don't. You know, I've talked to people who are in situations where the church was taking a decidedly different course from the way they'd been going so they had been singing rich theology, yeah. you know, hymns or, you know, solid songs. And they decided, we're going to be hip now. And, uh, right. you know, the Bible is not hip. Mm. It's the Word of God. It's, it's eternal. There, there may be brief intersections where, you know, <laughs> it's hip to be a Christian. Uh, <laughs> but those don't last very long. No. And the... <laughs> The question may come up, is this where I should be? Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, music's one aspect of your life together. For sure. I, I would say, you know, if you're in a church where you found rich community, the, the teaching is is solid, it's gospel-centered, it's, it's, it's theologically driven, um, it's humbly delivered... Um, and and just the singing is the only thing that's kind of out of whack. I I would work really hard to yeah. have those conversations and not just check out. Yes, because I mean we prioritize the word. Yes, we, yeah. That, I mean that's our first priority. If you're being taught and fed, but if if you're not being taught and fed, yeah, and also the music yes. is bad. <laughs> then I'd be asking the question, is this where God has called me? Right. Or us? Right. Because um, you want to be growing and learning and... Yeah. Yeah. And you might have that conversation, and we say this very cautiously, because mm-hmm. we, we're not in a situation that you're in. Right. Um, it's really a... It has to, it's a pastoral 
someone, a pastor needs to be involved. Um, but if if there's no sign, no indication that the church is is going to hear what you're saying, and they are set on a course of moving away from that, yes, I, you know, where the, the messages are getting watered down, they're becoming more about feeling good and you know five tips for whatever, and mm-hmm. you know the word of God is being preached less and less. I would say. It's worth asking, is there another church where we could plant our feet firmly mm-hmm. um, and, and know we're growing as part of the body? Because yeah. you, you want to trust your leaders. Yeah. You want to submit to them. You want to make it a joy for them to lead you, as it says in Hebrews 13. Um, you, you don't want to give them reason to you know, uh, <laughs> have a lot of problems. Um, <laughs> right. So that may arise. Yeah. I would get there very slowly, yeah, um, and really work hard to to have those discussions, conversations, and see what the Lord might be doing in you as well as the leaders. Definitely. But if there is a time where you say, you know, they're they're really going a different direction, uh, it, it'd be worth prayerfully just finding out: is there another church where we could really give ourselves to fully? Yeah, um, the Lord's going to work through this situation. The, the thing I Definitely, love yeah. is that you know when when there are these kinds of um, disconnects. Yeah, the music is is not what I think it should be. It's an opportunity for God to work. Mm. It's an opportunity for Him to move in you and mm. in the hearts of the leaders. Yep. There's no perfect church. You're not going to find one. Yep. Um, and the important yep. thing is that we all be seeking to do what we're doing in line with what God has given us in His Word, mm-hmm. what He's commanded us to do, the promises He's given us, uh, with the heart that we have received through the new birth, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a heart that glories in Jesus, not in ourselves, in which we are seeking to to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace uh, with those in the local church that God has placed us with. So these are just great opportunities, and I pray that uh, you know what we've shared will help this person and others who might be in that situation uh, to to come through to the other side, knowing that you've sought to please the Lord and uh, have done it for His glory. Definitely. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope you'll join us again at some point. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.